We the omnipotent fermentations of time Taking ancient dreams and technological prime Weave the stories of the old right through the soul And so they told and told until they start to transform The born again into the next era With the modern flair but the message still bears uh, One in the many, many in the one So come on in cause you're most welcome To the temple of earth, the sun and the moon Reclaim your power, it's the place we commune A place for the mind, the body and soul Welcome to the Wild Temple Podcast. This is our new season, our new incarnation, focusing now on the Dharmic Revolution and the sacred technologies of Tantric Alchemy, Ayurveda, Yoga, and Herbal Wisdom to help step you into your self-mastery and soul purpose. So my name is Brooke Shannon Sullivan, and I am the director of the Wild Temple School of Yoga and Herbal Wisdom. I've been a practitioner of the Shakta Tantra tradition for almost two decades, as well as I've been teaching via apprenticeships and retreats these techniques to people all over the world. So in these episodes, I will be sharing with you what the Dharmic Revolution is about to really land in this methodology, no matter where you are on your spiritual journey. And who is this for? I would say spirit-led entrepreneurs and leaders, wellness professionals, yoga practitioners at any level, and nature lovers. You. (laughs) So thank you so much for being here. I hope you stay tuned, you follow, you share. And again, just enjoy today and let any bit of this sink in to support you on your self-mastery so that you can step into your soul purpose and have greater impact in the world. I'd like to start us off with this thought, that it is a revolutionary act to stand up for who you are and be who you are meant to be in this world. In a time where we have inherited suppression, capitalism, patriarchy, reductionist thinking, reductionist um, understanding of our world and how we act within the world, this idea of revolutionizing your life and your being into a place of wholeness and connection and feeling supported and loved by those around you as well as yourself is truly a revolutionary act. And it's in doing this deep dive of understanding yourself that it allows you to step up for yourself, to stand in your truth, to use your voice as a sword, to wield the ways that you want to see yourself in the world and how you want the world to be. It's a revolutionary act to do these things. And so this incarnation of the Wild Temple podcast is really focused on supporting you in your dharma to stand in this revolution. And dharma meaning here, soul purpose, soul mission, which can be different stages or chapters in your life. It's also the ways of which we align with nature, so nature supports us. The Bhagavad Gita teaches that it is better to do our dharma poorly than to try to do someone else's well. And so unfortunately we're still like sheep in society where we're mimicking what other people are doing even if it's impartial even if it's not aligned with who we are because maybe they you see that they're accomplishing something they're reaching great heights or you don't have the inspiration or insight to do you 
And so this revolution, this dharmic revolution, is really to find the ways that you can do you in your uniqueness, with your voice, with your outlook, perspective, and in a way that it gives back. It's not taking, it's not consuming, it's not feeding hungry ghosts, but it's giving back, it's empowering you and others all around you. This is the Dharmic Revolution. I just wanted to share with you that right now you might hear some nature sounds. It's just a day after my birthday. I'm on the edge of a lake camping, currently sitting in a hammock. And what I love about this time is I try to do this every year. I also do this whenever I have worked really hard. I insert some self-care practices that bring me into nature because nature for me is that great force or source that truly supports me. So whether it's a kind of support that helps me to unwind and relieve tension from my body or it's the support of spaciousness so my mind can empty of its thoughts or it's the support that creates space for inspiration. I really feel this to be a great holding for me to step into my my integrative phase to then step into my next phase of doing. So it's really important that we honor these pulses of pause and do, pause and do, always inserting some self-reflection in the mix. So here I am on the edge of the lake, one of my favorite places to be, and I feel it's so auspicious as I'm starting this new season of the Wild Temple podcast that I keep seeing these birds that have great sight and great medicine. So bald eagle being one of them. Another are the falcon that are here. But a third that I'm seeing the most are teenage blue herons. So the blue heron, as I've learned through Jamie Sams and the medicine deck in my memory, is leadership. It's stepping into your own path, your own purpose, and being the leader. And I love that I'm seeing teenage and even baby herons because it feels to me it's even though I've been doing this work, I'm at a beginning of doing this work. And this podcast is now a reflection of this. So more honed in on my supporting you now in methodologies of tantric alchemy, Ayurveda, herbal wisdom. It really feels like a great beginning, a bird's eye perspective That's a path of leadership leading you into this new but ancient methodology called the Dharmic Revolution. So I just wanted to let you know because you may hear all kinds of sounds. Unfortunately, I'm not recording any of this at night. I had a screech owl in the tree above my head as I slept in my hammock, and I love owls. But I just wanted to call all of this sangha, this community forward, just to let you know we're not alone, right? We're all here together, we're all in this together. All right, and a little blue lizard just ran by, (laughs) honoring the lizards as well. So thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of this podcast. In order to have a dharmic revolution, in order to really be supported in standing up to your own self-mastery and living a life of purpose that has great impact, we need support. And so what I'm going to be sharing with you is a methodology that offers this support based off of a 5,000-year-old tradition of tantric alchemy. I call it the twilight alchemy of the sages. The coded language is moon, sun, and fire. It's also based off of Ayurvedic wisdom 
and five element theory. If you are not an Ayurvedic practitioner, five element theory goes a long way in supporting you and understanding the health of your own body and mind. And it's also through this lens of the wild temple, which is that nature is the ultimate teacher and that plants are little sages or guides that help us along our journey of life as food, as medicine, and even as support for our own spiritual awakening. So this is the lens at which I will be offering all of these tools, these sacred technologies for this, I guess, incarnation season, whatever you'd want to call it, of the Wild Temple podcast. And I will be sharing information as well as I'll be giving the mic to experts in this field and these fields to support you. So just to be clear, the spiritual path is not for everyone, but it is for many people. And many people are seeking a means that is a methodology that can bring them from A to Z as quickly, as uh, safely, and most directly as possible. And this is what the path of tantric alchemy that includes yogic philosophy and yogic practices, Ayurvedic wisdom, and a groundedness and a connection with nature offers. This is the Dharmic Revolution. So who is this methodology for, right? It is for practical mystics, people who have both a scientific mind or a logically oriented mind, as well as those who believe in the mysteries or are intrigued by the mystical, mysterious nature of existence. It is for spirit-led leaders and entrepreneurs. It is for wellness professionals and yoga practitioners at every level. It is for householders and people on a very high spiritual mission. The main reason we're wanting this is we need to seek steadiness amidst change. So this is a basic philosophy that comes from yoga is to be the pillar in the pendulum swing of duality, to be the eye in the storm, however you want to look at it. Nature by its very nature is changing. And so the yogic view is to understand and to recognize the part of you that does not change. So this is essentially your essential nature. And nature, when it's in its um, form and formlessness, naturally moves in these three ways, which one is to expand, the other is to contract, and then the third is to be still and to feel balance. So we experience that as well. We expand in our work, in our joy, in our feelings. We contract, we hide, we take shelter, right? We rest. The balance is stillness or homeostasis, whether on a physical level or even just an emotional level. But there's a constant dance and we don't want to be pulled out of our center, pulled out of our power, pulled out of our self-mastery when these changes occur. So we have Ayurveda that can support us through the five element theory and as a means to connect to nature by aligning with the seasons. This is called Ritu Sandhi. This is the ability for us to recognize what our own body's constitution needs. So we are largely made up of these five elements, right? And noticing what the patterns are happening in nature at any given time at any time of year, and aligning our own bodies, the physical body, to what's going on in nature. 
And so that takes a, an, a level of awareness and a level of understanding, both what's out there in nature and what's in our bodies. And so Ayurveda is just a master system, a very ancient master system in understanding this. It's beautiful. And again, you don't have to be a full Ayurvedic practitioner to live Ayurvedically. Ayurveda just means the science of life, to understand life, to understand nature. So this is what we're doing at a very base level, realms of nature. So the plants as allies. So here the plants can support our digestive system, our nervous system. And as we progress on the spiritual path, elevate our states of consciousness, not necessarily working with entheogens. So entheo means with God, right? And it's the mushrooms and other maybe ayahuasca and San Pedro and plants that can be more of a hallucinogenic nature that for some is just, you know, not their choice of plant medicine to work with, but just our basic weeds or the herbs we know that are delicious teas or um, amazing aromatic spritzers. We can work with those at a, a really large level for not only supporting our bodies and that grounded connection to homeostasis as everything is shifting, but also on that path of understanding that that deity of your own heart, the Ishta Devata, the plants will will aid you in that self-discovery and that greater discovery. So we have the Ayurvedic approaches, the nature-based wisdom approaches, and again, all of these practices, even in yoga that are just basic breathing techniques and, and asana and mantra that ground us into what I call bhumi sadhana, the earth-based practices. And those are the soil from which we all have to emerge from. So we can't truly advance healthily, safely, on a spiritual path if we don't have those in place. And I would say that that's the most important thing to take away from this particular talk, this podcast, is that we need a grounded spirituality that really supports people of every culture, diverse backgrounds, right, to establish this sanctity and support in and all around you. And we need to start it with grounded spiritual-based practices, the second phase of one's spiritual journey actually moves us now into the realms of Tantra and Tantric alchemy. And I shared with you in the beginning, I'm calling this the Twilight Alchemy. It's also known as the Twilight Yoga of the Sages or Sandhya Yoga. And Sandhya just means the liminal time. So our dawn and dusk, the space in between and betwixt or behind the worlds, right, where the mysteries lie, the liminal spaces that offer deep transformation, whether it be we are drawing deeply inwards like a chrysalis and back into the void, the darkness, the no-thingness to access our wholeness, or that liminal space of moving through a gateway or into another initiation or threshold into a new beginning. The coded language of twilight alchemy is in three celestial archetypes, and those are called moon, sun, and fire. And I'll be going more and more into these during each of our podcasts. However, just for, a, again, a bird's eye overview, the moon then, after we have established grounded practices, a physical health in the body, and a nice connection to nature that supports our sleep and our eating habits, then we can move into the study of the mind 
and understanding how we're perceiving our reality. We can look inwards to see where we have these habitual patterns or critical ways of thinking that are not serving us. And it's also in this lunar category, an establishment of a strong and healthy nervous system. So so what we know as the science of polyvagal theory that has been developed by Stephen Porges has been largely translated by Deb Dana is that it really supports Tantra and this path of spiritual growth. And one of the main reasons being, and I'll break this down in future podcasts as well, is that it's a a system that we can understand through a scientific lens that allows us to feel safe as an individual in community. It gives us a greater means for communication and connection while always feeling safe. And this is a non-negotiable on our path of self-mastery and becoming great in our power and having impact in the world. Once this anchored nervous system and uh, clear mind is attained, we then move into the realms of the sun in this code of tantric alchemy. And this is bringing in more power, more prana. This is life force energy. And we actually want to have a strong body vessel for this power to flow through. And we want to ensure that we're not going to destabilize our minds as we're bringing these powers in. We can think of it as like a flashlight. We're shining this large light on all of our stuff. And if we are not feeling supported, right, which is again why that Ishta Devata is so, uh, such a lovely concept to connect with at the beginning and throughout your whole journey. If we're not supported by that force that's greater than our minds and hearts and being and situation of love, then that, you know, that can become a thing. But also, if we're not supported by the steadiness of our own minds, that becomes a thing. And we're noticing that largely due to the instability of our climate and environment, sociopolitically, economically, everything, that that alone is creating a large instability of people's minds. So when you add into that practices that are building more power, more prana, we're, we're just setting ourselves up for a great fall. So there's no need to do that. That's the old way of being and doing, which is largely bred from ignorance. But instead, we can place these factors as stepping stones into our healthy body, stable mind. Now let's bring in more power, right? And all of those then culminate in what is called the fire practices of this coded tradition, Twilight Alchemy of the Sages. And this fire is transformation, On one level, it's metabolization. We'd say the first level, it's metabolizing and integrating all of what you've just experienced. So you can take what is good, what's nourishing, and assimilate the the juiciness, right? And then eliminate what is not. And it might just be last chapter, you know, old story. Nothing wrong with it. It's just let's let that go and let's move on. Gives you more space to move on. That's the one level of the fire. The second is actually more of a transformative nature. And this transformation leads you into that oneness that yoga and tantra promise, right? So you feel completely held by whatever it is your Ishta Devata is, so the Divine Mother, Mother Nature, and you feel you are a force of this divine energy. You are a force of love. And it's naturally allowing you to exude who you are in the world, standing up in your own revolution, right, to have great impact in your life and in the world. So let's just close with bringing us back to the beginning where I had you contemplate and perhaps you can continue to contemplate what is it that you need to stand up for your own revolution, for your own self-mastery that leads you into your own purpose so you have greater impact in the world. 
and just feeling into what is the karma, what are the obstacles in your life and in our collective that are blocking you from achieving these desires. So sit with that and then I'd love for you to then feel what Tantra is offering is power. This methodology is a powerful system that can beat those obstacles, that can burn those karmas, and that can strengthen the Dharma, so your own essential nature and your alignment to nature. Thank you so much for listening. I do feel that now you're one step closer to understanding how to organize your practices and even your daily rhythms of life to better support your own evolution. And if you feel that this information could be supportive for someone else, please do share and stay tuned because I'll continue to unpack now with practical tips and tools, the sacred technologies that will support you in your self-mastery, as well as this methodology that syncs with the seasons to align you to the rhythms of nature and this greater dharmic connection. Enjoy today.